Hey, and welcome to the Uncomfortable is OK podcast. This is your host, Chris Desmond. Some of you be wondering, oh, this is a Friday, this isn't a Tuesday that the usual show comes out, um, and the show is a little bit different. On the Tuesday shows, we usually sit down and have an interview or have a conversation with an interesting guest all about uh, the stories of getting out of our comfort zones and, and how we can better do that. Today what we're going to do is uh, is we're going to have a little bit of a conversation about more of the, the science and the strategies of getting out of our comfort zone. So I'm going to start doing that uh, every Friday, at least for the next six weeks, um, and have a talk, just a sort of a five or ten minute chat um, about some of the science, about some of the strategies of getting out of our comfort zones. It's been something that I've been thinking about doing for a while, but a couple of months ago when I appeared on the It's No Secret with Dr. T podcast, um, Tyson Franklin, the, the host, uh, really, he, he laid down the challenge to me to, to start doing these before the end of the year. So thank you very much for that, Tyson. Um, hopefully you guys enjoy these. Um, I'd love some feedback on what you what you'd like to hear about, what you um, would like to me to talk about, um, or if you would like to talk about anything in these kind of short bursts. I'd also love some feedback on to, as to what I should be calling these mini episodes as well. So for the first one today, I thought we'd talk about what your comfort zone is. So each of us have a comfort zone. Mine's different to yours. Yours is different to your neighbours. In fact, no two people will have the exact same comfort zone. The interesting thing is that our comfort zones will change over time based on our thoughts, our actions, our experiences and our skill sets. So with that said, you'd expect that over time your comfort zone will expand as you participate in more experiences. However, the opposite can be true. If we continually have the same experiences, our comfort zone can regress or shrink if we aren't training it to expand. The same thing happens to your muscles when you stop training them. They begin to atrophy. To train and improve our comfort zone, we first need to understand what it is. The Oxford Dictionary defines the comfort zone as a situation where one feels at ease or safe. Uh, It can also be defined as a settled method of working that requires little effort and yields only barely acceptable results. We can all identify with situations where we feel at ease or safe. For some, this is sitting around chatting with friends. For others, it's singing or painting. It may be running or swimming. Or you may feel a sense of discomfort even thinking about these activities. And for some of you, even thinking about them may give you the shits. We can also identify these methods of working that require little effort that we can perform, if not automatically, then almost. Most of us have tasks that we do at work that require little thought or effort because we've done them so many times that they come automatically to us. 
could be analyzing numbers, writing a report, or pressing the correct buttons on the machine that we're using. However, these examples don't give us an understanding of how or why they're comfortable for us, but others aren't. Our comfort zone is a behavioral space that we tend to spend most of our time in, some of us more than others. It's a space where our behaviors and activities fit a routine and pattern that minimizes our stress and perception of risk. Operating within these behaviors and patterns provides us with a sense of mental security. For the most part, this behavioral space isn't governed by any actual threat to us, but rather what we perceive as threatening. It's true that there are things outside of our comfort zone that are dangerous, like jumping off something super high, trying to steal food off a lion, uh, swimming with open wounds next to a great white shark. However, there are a lot of things outside our comfort zones that aren't actually dangerous. Chances are that you or someone that you know is scared of public speaking. And just doing a quick Google search tells me that no one has ever died from public speaking. Uh, although feel free to correct me, it wasn't the most in-depth research that I've ever done. Um, and I'm pretty sure that not too many people have ever been injured from public speaking either. A bad presentation does feel pretty stink, um, and I have given a few, so I know what I'm talking about in that area, but it doesn't usually cause any lasting problems. Usually public speaking terrifies people because it's unfamiliar, we haven't trained ourselves to do it, and because everyone else tells us how scary it is, our experiences, actions, and behaviors have placed it outside of our comfort zone. For now, however, there are multiple examples of people who have overcome the sphere of getting up and speaking in public, who are now comfortable standing up and giving a kick-ass talk in front of thousands of people. When we can identify these behavioral patterns and actions we take to minimize our stress and keep ourselves safe, we can then work on nudging the boundaries of these to expand our comfort zone. I'm not saying that we need to, to get out of our comfort zone, we need to go tandem skydiving with a great white shark strapped to us, but rather that uncomfortable is okay and we can train ourselves to get out of our comfort zone. Join us next week in this little mini episode when we talk about optimal anxiety. Anxiety.